What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. We talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Corey McCain, who's the founder of WeStrive. Welcome to the show. How's it going? It's going great, man. Thanks for having me. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a fun episode. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on. I, I always like interviewing people that I feel like I see around in the Twitter sphere, and I'm like, <laughs> boom, and now we're talking. It's, it's just the beauty of the internet. Um, exactly. For people that haven't heard of WeStrive, what are you working on? Um, what, what is WeStrive? Absolutely. So it's been a long journey, but at this point we are a SaaS uh, or operating system for the personal training industry. And we're currently building the first operating system and marketplace for health and wellness professionals. So basically right now we're for personal trainers. And then throughout the year, we're going to be expanding into nutrition, physical therapy, uh, health coaching, life coaching, et cetera. So there we are. So walk me through, you know, if, if, in, a, if in another world, uh, I, I was, I was one of those kind of personas um, mm. and I, I did that for a living, like walk me through a little bit of like, what someone's experience would be by using WeStrive. If someone heard about it for the first time on this podcast, what can they do with it? What can they expect if they tried it out? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll touch on like what we are now, then I'll touch on like what we're about to become. Uh, So basically, if I'm a personal trainer and I want to train online or remotely, especially during COVID, I'm probably going to be making a PDF document or an Excel document and just figuring out the online space. I'm brand new to it. I'm sending this to my client. My client's zooming in and out at the gym. There's no videos attached. There's no real way to really record your, your, your progress. There's no body weight photo. Yeah, no body weight tracking, no progress photos, nothing like that. So you switch over to WeStrive and we handle all of that for you. So we give your client a mobile app that they can track all of their workouts in. You're going to have photos and videos attached. They can track their progress. They swipe through each exercise. It's like a beautiful interface. And then on top of that, they're going to have the ability to upload progress photos, track uh, track their entire like body weight journey, their personal records, and all that. Um, and then the back end as a trainer, you have all those stats. You can handle billing. We give you a landing page, and basically you can run your entire business through it. Uh, fast forward to Q4 of this year. Basically, if I'm a personal trainer or a physical therapist, I'll be able to not only run my entire business through WeStrive, but I'm also going to be able to co-work with other professionals. So me as a physical therapist and a nutritionist can co-work on a client instead of just like, Hey, my client wants a nutritionist. And then like texting them the client information, I can actually just go, boom. We both have the client's profile right there. We start working on the client journey together. So um, it's kind of a holistic approach to health and wellness, basically. Walk me through a little bit about the origin story here. Um, mm-hmm. You know, why'd you decide to start it? And you know, um, what's the origin story? Yeah. So I'll try and keep this brief. I know we're doing like a 20 minute episode and I could talk for 20 minutes just on this. Uh, so essentially this actually is a two-part story. So I started off six years ago with an idea in college to be like, oh, we should make this fitness app. Um, originally, it was going to be a marketplace for fitness programs. Basically, we had all these trainers that had all these cool programs. 
And then all these users that have all these, uh, these, these needs for plans, they were going on Google to try and find a program, um, including myself, I was doing the same thing. So I spent about four years, like I was in a small town, I brought on the wrong co-founders, I hired the wrong development team, typical startup story. Finally launched this app after about three and a half to four years. And it was beautiful. We had 250 personal trainers on there. We had 500 full length programs. Basically, we were the most in-depth fitness program platform in the app store. But what happened was uh, we only had about, we had a couple grand in sales, which is like not terrible, whatever. Uh, But essentially what I realized is that we either needed like a a billion dollars to market this thing, to compete with the Nikes, the Gymsharks, the fit plans of the world, or we needed to pivot. And so along that journey, I had been speaking with so many personal trainers that were telling me, Hey, you know, I would love a way better way to run my business. And so we decided to build that platform, which is the SaaS platform we have today. Uh, So what I realized ultimately was that we were kind of targeting a want, which was, I can sell a program here and there. That's cool. And then we realized that we really needed to target the need and where the the physical therapy update with nutritionists and all that stuff came about was last year we relaunched and I did about 500 uh, customer interviews with these trainers. And I realized that not only do a lot of them work with physical therapists, but a lot of them are physical therapists and a lot of them are nutritionists and all these other fields don't have a platform. So we did a lot of interviews with them and realized that, hey, we can build a platform for everyone where they can all collaborate. So that's kind of the the sum down story, I guess. And through that story, and to be honest, it's like, I think a lot more common than people think, like the journey of a founder, figuring it out, pivoting. This is like how it all starts almost every time, to be honest. Um, What have been some things that you've learned as you've been on the journey? It could be about, you know. Yeah. founding the company, company building, co-founders, how to not pick back, you know, just like, what have you learned to kind of o- o- over the years so far? Uh, that's a, that's a, that's a lot. Um, so but it's crazy to look back six years ago. I was like a living in a small town, um, getting my accounting degree and knew nothing about startups. I, I watched Shark Tank. That's pretty much all I knew. And I think that's like a gateway into the startup world. So, I mean, a, a billion things. I, I'm a completely different person now than I was then. I know people all over the world. My dev team's in Ukraine. I've got people that work with me in like the Philippines and in uh, like Europe and all that stuff. So it's just crazy what I've learned. I think the number one thing that I've actually learned is uh, patience. And the fact that like, no matter what you do, if like you can't control what's going to happen and just being able to like look at, and not only patience, but being able to look at a problem that's presented to you and just kind of move on and just go, okay. Like for example, we, uh, that original app launch, a big problem with the, the app launch, the reason we only did a few grand in sales is because I had this big launch party in Santa Monica for that original app. We had about 120 people on a rooftop. I had like unlimited alcohol for everyone. It was a great time. And the day of the launch party, Apple pulled our app from the app store. Um, even though we had been approved three times in a row, they basically said the guy that approved it three times was wrong. Sorry about that. And just pulled the app. So we had to not only ruin the launch party because no one had an app to download, but we also had to spend two or three weeks of our entire marketing budget to relaunch the payment part of our platform. And when I got the news of the morning of, I was super disappointed. And everyone in the room with me was just like, oh my God, I would be crying and devastated if I had that news after all the work he's put in. And I just like sat there for about an hour. And I was like really pissed off. And then I kind of just walked out of my room and I was like, all right, let's do this launch party. And they were just like, how are you like so calm and so normal? And I was just like, what are we going to do about it? Like it happened. You know what I mean? And years before I would have been like depressed all day, but now you're, you kind of get to that mindset where it's like, this happened. You can't do anything about it. It's in the past. Find a way to make it better. So we had a great night. 
Um, but just the, all, that's been like the number one thing is just learning how to move on quickly and, you know, adapt basically. Yeah, you know, it, it's funny you mentioned that because I think that when a lot of founders get into entrepreneurship, rightfully so, they're like a little too optimistic. Um, like they, they and they they're probably are a little too confident. Like, this is good. These are good qualities, but it, it is true. Like they're maybe too, too confident. They think they're better than they are, et cetera. And like what happens is that like the market just slaps them around for, for, for a little bit. And then you, you kind of see who's really in it by like, I'm, obviously there's a lot of luck involved in it, and this privilege and things like this. But like in general, like even if you have to get a job, take a few years, you know, you kind of like it, you're going to figure it out one way or another if you, if, you, if you really are driven by it, by a mission or problem. And like, I just love to see, this is going to sound horrible, but I love to see like first time founders and kind of almost like overconfident founders, like get a dose of like what it's like being a founder. Cause it's not all, uh, you know, for at least some types of people, for some people, it's, I think it's straight up to the top and great for them. But I think for most, there's this period of this trough of sorrow (laughs) Yeah, uh, that I think is important that founders understand that this exists, right? Yeah, no, it was funny. I was on a I was on a date like a week or two ago with this girl, and she's a she's a founder, but she's only been a founder for like four months, and she, and I've been a founder for six years, and she was trying to be like, oh, I know what you mean, and I was like, No, you don't. You have no idea. Like you are just getting started. Like just you just wait. Like it, it's one thing to be like, and I was the same way when I was like four months, and I'm like, Yeah, trust me, the hustle, you know. And it's like, No, no, like there's so much more you're gonna go through over the years. Um, but I think I honestly think it's the same with like. I think everyone should have to work fast food. I think you should have to work a fast food job or like retail or something, but just deal with that. That's like a part of your journey you should have to go on. And I think every founder should have to have that shitty couple of years where they're like figuring things out, pivoting. Like, don't get me wrong. I would have loved to have just gotten like a million dollar check from like a, a rich uncle or something like that when I first started. Um, that have been great, but I, I wouldn't be even close to where I am today. That first app probably would have sucked. And it wouldn't have, you know, built me into the CEO that I am now. So I think that stuff's just important. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. If you were to look out um, into the future for WeStrive, um, what do you kind of see then um, for the company? I guess, in other words, what's the big vision for WeStrive and what, and what direction are you rowing in every day? Yeah, absolutely. So it kind of ties into what we're going to be building and, and or what we are building and launching in uh, Q4 of this year. So essentially by this time next year, Uh, we will be the platform for health and wellness. So if you're looking for a physical therapist, a chiropractor, a personal trainer, whether online or in person, you're going to go to WeStrive. And then if you're one of those professionals, you're going to go to WeStrive to run your business and find new clients. So essentially creating the epicenter for all health and wellness. And then the little branches that go off that. So like uh, blog articles to to help grow your business. We're going to have like business development for our professionals. We're going to have education. So basically everything that we can do to help our professionals grow their business and expand. And then on the other side, being able to help all of these exercisers and clients just live a healthier life and work with these professionals easily through WeStrive. And then to make that happen, you'll need some help. It takes a village to make a startup work. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help you? Are you hiring, looking for capital customers? How can we assist? Yeah. I mean, looking for capital, we're raising a 500 K pre-seed on a safe, a 3 million valuation, 20% discount. So we have about, 25K committed, about 250K soft committed right now. So definitely raising. Uh, hiring, not right now, but we definitely will be in the next couple of months once we raise that round. And then basically any health and wellness professionals we're looking to connect with. So right now, if you're a personal trainer, you can run your whole business through WeStrive. You're going to love it. It's the best platform out there by, by far. But on top of that, if you are a physical therapist, nutritionist, strength coach, et cetera, we're, we'd love to talk to you. We want to know more about you and your business so that when we build out this platform, 
we can have actual feedback and actual testimonials and interviews that kind of helped build the platform ahead of time. And if someone wants to give it a shot, learn more, invest anything like that, how can they learn more about what you're doing? Do you have a website? Do you have yep. social media, email address? How can someone reach out? That'd be funny if I didn't have a website. <laughs> I was like, oh crap, we don't have that. Uh, no, yeah, so definitely uh, westriveapp.com. You can reach out to us or at westriveapp on, on Instagram, on the Instagram. Uh, and then I'm at Corey.mf on Instagram. And I believe I'm Corey Asian on Twitter. It could be Corey Nation. Sorry, I need Corey.mf was taken on, like one of the two is taken on either platform. So I had to have different, Corey McCain actually. So Corey and then MCKNE on Twitter. There we cool. Go. Boom. All right, there it is. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're not on Twitter yet, after I've mentioned it, like in like 30 episodes, just stop listening. Yeah, like there's no, there's no hope for you. Um, cool. <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming on the podcast and best of luck building on WeStrive. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Everyone have a good day.